0: buddy
1: hi <laughs> <laughs> that in a while. That's funny. hi hey Hello. Hey, hey there welcome to enter the abyss Oh, this this beer is good it's good it's a uh, carlsberg from jamie Carriger. five percent in a pint and it's signed look at that not actually but like it's a fake signature but it has to be cool oh hang on Jericho. But I love Carlsberg.
0: I fucking love this beer. This is a great beer. Like, especially, like, when it's cold outside, I could imagine myself drinking this outside on my back little patio. It's smooth. It right? goes down easy. A little fire, get hobo vibes going on. Yeah. So.
1: Especially because <laughs> your fire's in a barrel. I had the scariest new
0: sleep paralysis thing. What? Okay? <laughs> this is new. We're getting new sleep oh, yeah.
1: paralysis from Cleet? Usually,
0: um, I sleep on my stomach to stop it from happening, right? So one That's night. That's a thing? It was like a week ago. Yeah. If you sleep... Oh, I can't sleep on my back. It's really bad. But uh, I'm sitting there trying to sleep, and um, I like to have a fan on. It's a little cold, so I have, like, my head, um, the covers over my head. And uh, I start to feel, like, that I'm going to sleep paralysis, and I start feeling these hands, like, stroke my face. Uh. <laughs> like, two hands. It was the creepiest thing. And I'd wake up, and be like, oh, God. And I'd be like, okay, let me kind of shift my position, like... I'm like, I'm already on my stomach, so like I'll move my head to the right. And it kept happening, man. It felt like <laughs> someone was just doing like that to your head. And like I couldn't fall asleep. Like I, I kept coming back up. I'm like, God, that's creepy. They're like, oh, cleat. This is the weirdest thing, man. This is the creepiest thing that's you. ever happened to me. I love your beard, cleat. Just some ghost caressing my face. Whispering sweet nothings in my ear.
1: Dude, I think that the activity in your house is picking up.
0: Like maybe, if if, maybe. if everyone
1: yeah. listened to our last episode, like we caught some weird growl. There was, like, another one at the end, and my wife said she heard some, like, really deep breath while we were recording, and I don't remember. But um, maybe we'll turn on the spirit box at the end of this one.
0: Ooh, we're going to bring the spirit box into this, folks. Always great. Love
1: the spirit box.
0: Maybe we'll talk to Chris. Maybe I'll ask about that. Like, who was caressing my
1: face? Yeah, which one? I wonder if it was that, that uh, older lady that's up to no good. No, was like, just some deep voice. Roger! <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Who's <laughs> caressing my face? <laughs> my name's Mike. Oh, my God, Mike. <laughs> Mike's hard lemonade. Oh my God.
0: <laughs>
1: my name's Ben. I like rubbing me some faces. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't man. be surprised at this juncture. We've gotten a few like voices
0: that have yelled on there a couple yeah. of times that sounded angry. It's
1: just weird. Like I keep saying it, your your house is active. My house is just. It's a dead zone, well, my, man.
0: My house is old, man. There's a lot of bad things that happen here too. You know, I've had the cops come over here from the pre pre for the previous <laughs> re- residences. I can't talk for the like pre, three pre, times. Yeah, and I've looked up their
1: their charges. They're not good people. Yeah, you always get people serving you papers. Yeah, maybe you got to move, man.
0: No, I love this house. Not this <laughs> I'm economy. Never, I'm planting my flag here. These ghosts got to deal with it. That's true.
1: Okay, um, but before we start, obviously we talked about it last week too. We do have our uh, subscription service through Buzzsprout. So if you are inclined to support the show, uh, you can do a monthly subscription of five, or it's like three three, five, eight, and ten dollars. Um, Our show will always be free, but if you want to support us so we can continue to grow, you absolutely can. We'll post the link in the description and on YouTube. Yeah, we're just trying to create a beer budget, guys. Just a beer budget. Full transparency. Lots of beer. Um, but we're back to Reddit. Yeah, we and, have a
0: special episode for you tonight. I, I always say that. That should be a drinking game every it time should I be. say that.
1: Um, Take a shot every time Cleet says, we got a special episode. I,
0: I think this one's funny, maybe a little creepy, but it, it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. It's graveyard shift workers of Reddit. What crazy, creepy, unbelievable things have you seen working in the dead of night?
1: And it says possibly not safe for work. So if you're <laughs> one of those ones who's listening in the office, maybe don't. We're probably going to tread in some pretty unsanitary waters. I apologize in advance (laughs) for what we're about to read. Happens after 2 (laughs) a.m. Nothing good ever. (laughs) Graveyard workers. What are you seeing? Lots of fucked up shit. Are you taking the first one? I guess I will. (sighs) Okay. This comes from scry ZDV. Roughly five years ago, I was working janitorial in a mall in British Columbia. The task I was assigned was to clean all the main entrances to the mall Pretty basic mop floors, clean windows, vacuum rugs. And it was weird to see people walking around the exterior of the mall for a few reasons. Large parking lot, and it's really late at night. This random drunk dude wanders up to the main doors, waves at me, and asks how I'm doing.
0: (laughs) You never approach this man. (laughs)
1: Nope. Pretend he doesn't exist. I wave back and say, fine. He then whips out his penis (laughs) and starts trying to pee on me through the small crack in the door. (laughs) Well, howdy there. How are you doing? Luckily, the crack isn't that big, and I'm quick enough to get out of the way of the stream that makes it through the door. (laughs) He started laughing, and as I stood in shock staring at him, a police officer (laughs) flashes his lights, and the guy starts to run. Didn't make it very far. Apparently, security was watching me on camera, almost getting pissed on. So he called the cops. Watch the video with him. Many LOLs were had. <laughs> that is a rough New York trial. <laughs> oh, no. All
0: right, this one is from The Juice. I used to work at a hospital in the IT department, and we did a number of overnight rollouts, as well as on-call work slash responses when issues occurred overnight. Many weird things happened or appeared to happen. The thing that struck me as oddest was when I was... The coroner running at full speed down the corridor in the opposite direction, towards the morgue. This guy, an older guy in his 50s or so, was going at full speed. I had never seen him above an amble before, but this time (laughs) he was really going for it. As he got close to me, he yelled, Out of the way! I got another live one! Dude has to shit. (laughs) I am not sure what is more disturbing. The fact that he was dealing with what I could only assume was a dead body that now appeared alive, or the fact that he said another, <laughs> that's
1: not words you want to hear.
0: <laughs> Someone said he was running into the bathroom. Diarrhea I told you. makes
1: you say weird things. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from I am a trucker. AMA worked in hotels for several years. Oh my god, I can't imagine the shit you'd see working in a hotel. A surprising number of sleepwalkers sleep in the nude. They wander out of their rooms without their keys and have to be let back in. Verifying their identities can be a bit of a chore.
0: I bet they're just creepy people that want... Yeah, they say exhibitionists. The person goes, those aren't sleepwalkers, they're exhibitionists. He's I like, agree with that 100%. Oh, what, how did I get into they're the like lobby? jumping up and down. I'm so sorry. I don't know how I got here. Like, Wait a
1: minute. Was I just helicoptering? Sorry about that, that little helicopter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh jesus all right this one is from hole in my sock i work in a sleep lab just a regular night until my first patient arrived he was young approximately 18 years old and male the um, first words out of his mouth were you got any lotion <laughs> uh maybe uh, i'll check for you i took him to his room and did a quick search for lotion he must be a bit ashy i thought Quick background info, most sleep lab rooms have microphones and cameras to confirm rare sleep disorders. No lotion except for a co-worker's really feminine variety. So I flick on the mic and tell him that we're all out. Is there a camera in here? Yes, sir, I said. Before I go further, oh God, there is time allocated before sleep studies for patients to get settled. Due to paperwork, eat, etc. Right before I go in to begin the test, I turn the cameras on. And there he was, on his back, in the center of the bed, completely oh. naked. He had commandeered our liquid hand soap and was lubing and stroking with the f <laughs> sorry, with the efficiency and coordination of an Olympic athlete. Oh no. The bastard knew we had cameras. To top it off he didn't clean up. Oh he left the liquid soap covered in its own in his own oh Lord, in his uh Oh man, he just you let it all mix together. Um, oh on the nightstand. He says, Wherever you are, you bastard, I know what you did, and now so does Reddit.
1: Oh no. The first comment, what a jerk off. <laughs> That's horrible. This comes from Compton Scatter. Scooby Bat move that I work third shift as an X-ray tech in a hospital. I get all of the crazy people. Man with an umbrella stuck up his ass. <laughs> Woman with an electric toothbrush stuck up her... Uh, you say a vag.
0: <laughs> there you go, man.
1: Woman with an electric toothbrush stuck up her vag. A man from the local jail that put straightened out paper clips up his urethra. Oh, God. Oh,
0: God. Jesus. You're sick people. All Se- of
1: you are sick people. Severed limbs during surgical cases. A hand and a quarter stick of dynamite exploded in it. People high on bath salts. Oh my god. As a man, one of those made me cringe a lot. So what do, the comment so what do people say when they find an umbrella up their ass? I fell on it. <laughs> it was an attractive umbrella.
0: I call her Betsy. <laughs> That umbrella came on to me. I did not consent. <laughs> right, this one is from Omber. Gas station job. Oh, Prostitute. no. Prostitute. I know who it was. Not acquainted. Just know the person. Shat. I repeat. Shat. In the corner of the store. Jesus. Oh. Night shift guy ignored it for the entire shift. He just ignored it? <laughs> Four to six hours, and I got to clean it up when I showed up. Totally worth my nine fifty per hour. Two, better time. Working night shift myself. It's late 2 to 3 a.m.-ish, so I start to clean, eventually getting to the bathrooms. At this point, no one's been in the store for maybe two hours, and not in can for three or more. Walk into the most horrible shit smell. Ooh. Flip lights on. Shit. Everywhere, in the sink, in the urinal, on the toilet seat, smeared on the walls. I wish I was making a joke slash play on that dumb and dumber scene. I'm not. Repress memories, ho.
1: <laughs> what?
0: That's what it ends with me. I don't know. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, so this comes from Deleted, and it's a, it's a comment on the gas station, so I'll probably get some more gas station stuff. Uh, dude, I know these. I also used to work in the service stations, as we call them in Australia. Ooh, Australian gas stations. Number one. Guy came in one night about 1 a.m., looked out of it, asked to use the toilet, so I let him in. He comes out 15 minutes later, literally covered in fucking blood and <laughs> screaming. What? Oh. I call the cops and an ambulance. Cops arrive first. They have to wrestle him to the ground. I check the toilet, and the bowl itself is almost overflowing with shit and blood, and there is blood smeared absolutely fucking everywhere. <laughs> my manager refuses to come in, as they're required to with all incidents, because it's his turn to take the kids to school in the morning, and I am left cleaning the toilet and making a police report. I quit. I'd, yeah, I leave. I'd quit right on like, the job, like, but no.
0: I'm leaving. I'm not locking the doors. That's Come it. in or don't. Not I'm my done. Fucking problem.
1: Sorry. You will not ever pay blood me enough to shit. deal with that. Oh, Number two, Australia Day Night, about 3 a.m. It's a massively busy night, and it's just winding down. This limo pulls up into the forecourt, and about five girls in G-strings get out and come inside. Just G-strings. I stare because, frankly, they're all gorgeous. They ask for about 15 boxes of two-liter drinks as mixers for their party. They also buy about six cartons of cigarettes and mountains of chips and dips and other stuff. I was expecting a credit card, but the one doing all the talking whips out this absolutely fucking massive bundle of cash and pays in brand new $50 notes. They load it all into the limo and leave. Manager refused to give me a copy of the footage. <laughs> wow. Nice. He's like, can I go to this party? Yeah. I like Where those is it chips. At? I'm off soon. Probably
0: not. I quit and go. <laughs> I quit,
1: sir. <laughs> there's I'll leave nothing, with, I there's quit. nothing keeping me here. <laughs> yeah. Number three attempted murder on the forecourt one night. Oh, damn. An old Mercedes came in off the road and slammed into a guy walking across the forecourt, literally catapulting him into the air and knocking him about five meters. He jumped up <laughs> and ran off. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I got the Mercedes number plate and called the cops. Went to court as a witness for that one. <laughs> Guy just gets up. He's like, "Oh God,
0: was this Terminator? Like, what the fuck?" Not today. Back to the
1: chopper. Number four. I was held up three times in my time working at Servos. Once with a knife. Once with a crowbar. Once with a gun. The crowbar was the scariest because he caught me out from behind the corner and we had a fight. Damn. I lost. I'd quit. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd quit. Number five, had a group of kids between the ages of 13 and 15 go crazy in store one night because I refused to sell them cigarettes. They were opening the bottles of kerosene we sell and pouring it on the floor, trying to light it on fire. They smashed out one of the front windows, which is a pretty damn impressive success, and threw tinned food at me. The cops arrived as I was chasing one of them with the baseball bat because he threw baked beans at my car.
0: Oh, damn. I That's quit. where he drew the line. He's <laughs> like, oh, you're going to That's okay. He <laughs> throws a, a can of beans. Nope. Not today. <laughs> not today, motherfucker. <laughs> i kill you.
1: Jeez. Number six, had girls pee themselves because there was a queue for the toilet. Friday nights. Oh, yeah. They're just standing in line like, yeah, I got time for this. Just let it happen. At least they didn't just chat <laughs> right in the corner security guy's like every fucking time this is not a corner for shitting. number seven walked into work one night just in time to see this guy who had been reading a magazine put it down walk up behind this girl who was standing in line to pay for her fuel and smash her in the side of the head oh, Man, he then took off I chased him for a bit but he got clean away came back to the store and the girl was still lying there called an ambulance and the police turns out it was just some random attack Caught the guy because of our video nice, footage.
0: Nice.
1: Oh, damn. Get the creeps. Number eight. I worked opening night as at a refurbished store just across the road from a university on campus housing. I had a queue of customers out the door. It was the middle of January, and it was 30 degrees at nighttime, and our air con failed. Most people were okay, but one girl and guy decided we were taking too long and climbed on the barbecue gas canister cage and started a strip tease to entertain everyone. Show was worth it. Cops even waited for them to finish. That's weird. I've interrupted people having sex in the toilets, stealing (laughs) shit, trying to break shit. People don't surprise me anymore. I only did the job for about six years in total, but it was all night shift, and most of the time it was in high-income areas.
0: Banging in the toilet. Wasn't (laughs) me.
1: First comment. That sounds fucking terrible. I agree.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. yeah uh, another comment said if these girls were only wearing g-strings where did she whip that wad of money out of oh <laughs> i was thinking the same thing <laughs> oh no all right this one is from snort peanut butter ah christmas night last year or the year before i'm sitting at my desk and i see smoke outside the window second floor office building i stand up and there's a car engulfed in flames co-worker dials nine one one. I head down to make sure there isn't someone sitting in the car or anything. Couldn't find anyone, which I thought was odd, and headed back in. Turns out the car was stolen, used in a robbery, and torched in our parking lot. 2. Security does nightly rounds, 1.30 to 5.15 a.m. 2.15 a.m. No one has come by. Call down to make sure everything's okay. No answer. Walk down. Guard is on the floor. Had a stroke. Ended up living, but it has some serious mental problems and was never able to come back to work. I'm sure there is more I
1: can think of. Night shift is great. (laughs) Armandio4. Working in a liquor store at 2 a.m. Some guy walks into the store. What? 2 a.m.? and The liquor store is still open.
0: Yeah, it's not Utah. Definitely not in Utah.
1: Heads to the back to grab a 12 case of beer from the cooler. Ten seconds later, his car comes barreling through the front door, still on and everything. The idiot left his car in drive, and the sloped parking lot let it pick up speed and barrel through the front door. Best part, when he walked out of the cooler. Ah, fuck, that's my car. (laughs) Well, no shit, Sherlock. You're the only person in the parking lot. Yeah, first comment. Liquor store open until 2. Where is this magical place? They're all closed by 9 where I live. At least we get it till 10. This one is cookie... This one's from Cookie
0: Cranium. (laughs) Cookie. I collect organs and tissues from transplants from decedents, which usually entails going into morgues in the dead of night. Once a donor was tubed and burped at me from the release of gases from their stomach. Nearly shit. Myself. Nearly shit. Myself. (laughs) Nearly shit. Myself. Myself. (laughs) Edit. Please don't confuse this with live organ transplant. So I guess
1: he was just in the morgue taking out an organ and somebody burped at him. That's nice. Okay, this comes from FBI Monitoring Van. Uh, I'm familiar with you. I'll give you two for the price of one. As a pretext, I answer phones for an answering service. Oh, God. We're going to get some fun ones here. One night I took a call from some account we barely take calls for. It was dead air for a moment, and suddenly this guy starts singing, Hey there, little red riding hood. You sure are looking good. You're everything a big big bad wolf could want. And then went quiet. Despite me trying to get a response, he just kept breathing. (sighs) Eventually I hung up on him. That's fucking terrifying. He's blowing the house down through heavy breathing. This one is disturbing in a different way. Another night a year or so ago, I took a call for a vet's office from a woman that was in a panic because her cat was sick. She wasn't sure what was wrong, but I could hear the poor thing gargling as it meowed like it had blood in its lungs. The woman said the cat was all she had left, so I tried my best to get all her info down so I could get the vet ASAP. But the cat died before I could. The only reason I even knew that was because I heard it stop making noise. The poor woman lost it. She began bawling hysterically and screaming, begging the cat to get up, and then begged God not to take the cat because she'd have nobody left. After I realized there was nothing I could do or say because she walked away from the phone, I quietly hung up and just kind (laughs) of sat there for a minute. That call has stuck with me for a while. That's so fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) This is depressing and real. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's enough Reddit for tonight. Did you want another beer? I have another one. Yeah. God, dude. That was sad. Do I stop or pause? What's better? Time for seconds.
0: (laughs) I just want it's a
1: two beer kind of night. Yeah,
0: we're good. Crunk. (laughs) We're not.
1: We're not. Let's make that very clear. We're we're not.
0: I don't know what that means. To Utah, yeah. I heard that in the song.
1: Get crunk, yeah. yeah. You know what it means. Damn it, Lil (laughs) No. No.
0: All right, this one is from Gug Graves. Gug Graves. Around 12 years ago, I was working security at a small company's headquarters in New York City. My partner for the night had called in sick, so I had to work from 12 to 6 all by my lonesome. Now, normally this wouldn't be a problem. I just had to sit in the back room, watch some cameras, and occasionally head out for a sweep. Nothing to it, right? Well, as it turns out, one of the employees had stayed in the building after hours and had managed to avoid my coworker's sweep from the previous shift. I first noticed a movement in my peripheral vision on one of the screens and then again a few minutes later. This was odd because I was used to quiet nights in this particular building. I was a little scared when I headed out for my sweep, but it was my job, so I grabbed my flashlight and headed out to begin. I had to start the sweep in one big hallway, and right as I entered, I saw a flash of movement at the end of it. At this point, I was sufficiently freaked out. I stood frozen for a minute or so, looking into the semi-darkness, unsure what to do. The decision was taken out of my hands, however, as I heard a gunshot <laughs> oh. um, re- sound down the hallway. In one of the most scariest moments of my life. I slowly walked down that hallway to investigate. Damn, dude, I'd be like, I quit. Yeah. I reached the end and saw that to my left that the president's office light was on. Oh, damn. Jesus. Slowly, I approached the door and creaked it open, scared shitless. What I saw in there will forever haunt me. The man had taken a seat in the president's chair and shot himself in the head with a pistol, splattering blood and brains all over the floor and the wall. Apparently, this guy was having problems at home, and because the president was supposedly a total asshole to him, he decided to off himself and scare the crap out of the president at the same time. In any case, I threw up a few times and called the police. I got the next two weeks off. I still have nightmares about it sometimes. Damn. God,
1: Damn. Crime, Oof. see people get there. Why is there all this puke? Sorry. Sorry. Plies and everything. So, no. <laughs> Ah, Zoic Scoobs, this one was real fucking depressing.
0: Rut row Raggy. Rut row. you're not doing (laughs) pew-pews?
1: That's what I'm doing, yeah. Okay. (laughs) This comes from Pew Pews. Hotel employee checking in on this thread. I used to work overnight shift for a few years. I have seen some shit. The hotel I work at is a great place. Really well-maintained, high occupancy, High rates until the weekend hits. Friday and Saturday nights are slower, so the rates drop, bringing in not-so-savory folk. I have two stories that are good, and I may have shared them before. This hotel is 100% pet-friendly. Mostly we get dogs, cats, birds. Occasionally we get snakes, lizards, and a few pot pigs. Now to the shit show of a few weird nights working <laughs> overnight. What a hell of an introduction. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm, oh, shit. I'm buckled in for this one. I'm excited. Someone brought a goddamn (laughs) crocodile. (laughs) This guy brings in a fucking horse. Can you believe it? I came into work at 11 p.m., and it was a quiet Saturday night. I plowed through the paperwork, finished all my duties for the night, and was kicking back watching movies on my laptop. A guest comes to the desk asking if we had a room with two beds available, the rate and about our pet policy. I answer their questions and check them in. The guests leave and said they were going bowling and that they would be back. A few hours later, around 2 a.m., they call at the front desk, ask for an extra robe, and request me to deliver it, saying they would make it worth my time. <laughs> what oh, is that, Jesus. Man? I ask the bellman to watch the desk and go to deliver the robe. If he said that, like, oh, make it, I'm like, no. You can come pick it up. Me? We're going
0: to make a real worth your time.
1: <laughs> I get to their room and knock on the door. The guest asks me to come back a few minutes later. I go to smoke a cigarette, come back ten minutes later. I knock again, and they ask me to go away, come back later. I oblige, and as I am walking away, I heard a snorting sound. Oh, God, at this... oh. This sound was horrendous. It sounded like a pot-bellied pig. I'm walking away thinking, what the fuck is going on? My bellman calls me on my walk and asks if I called the fire department in an ambulance. I let them know I did not, and I walk back to the room. I drop the robe at the door and knock to let them know I had an emergency to attend to. The guests fling the door open and frantically ask if I was the fire department. I look down the hall and see paramedics and firemen racing towards me. I look into the room and see a 250-pound woman in nothing but a robe and red thong laying motionless on the floor. The woman is gray with foam coming out of her mouth. The pig noise was the woman fighting to breathe. I step inside the room and hold the door open for the emergency personnel. They asked the couple inside what happened. The couple responded that what had happened was they met their friend at a bowling alley. They were all celebrating a birthday and had too much to drink. Then their friend was too drunk to drive, so they came back to the hotel to let her sleep it off, and she just collapsed. They gave the medics her name which is much, and as much information they knew about her. By this time, the sheriffs arrive to escort the medics to a hospital. The sheriffs see this couple's bullshit story and ask the medics to empty this woman's purse. What falls out is a pharmacy of pills and powders along with her ID and pieced together the woman was a pill-popping prostitute. The couple fesses up that she was popping pills and drinking heavily all night. The medics cart the pale woman away, still in the robe and thong, to a hospital. The sheriffs give the guests and myself the information on this woman for my report. The guests then stay in the room, watch about $100 in adult movies, have a huge breakfast in the morning, and check out late. We charge them for the robe. (laughs) Your face says it all, man. That was wild. So, update. Couple picks up a pill-popping prostitute who almost dies from overdose in front of them. Zero fucks given. The couple then had a night of porno and a great breakfast. Prostitute got a new robe, her stomach pumped, and a huge hospital bill. Story 2 is a fun one. An older gentleman walks to the front desk at midnight asking for a room. I give him the details and check him in. He seemed normal and quite cordial. The gentleman goes to his room and a few hours later comes down to the front desk and asks me if I knew where to score some ecstasy. I tell him no. He storms off out of the hotel mumbling to himself saying he wants to kill me. Oh my god. Hey, man, you want to get some ecstasy? I just want to
0: feel good. I
1: don't. I'm going to fucking but kill I'm gonna you. I'm
0: going to fucking murder you.
1: I'd quit. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, I don't feel endangered by this guy as I have a weight and height advantage on him and know how to handle myself in a fight, thanks to training by my ex-marine brother. This guy comes back to the hotel a few hours later in a much better mood. Me, on the other hand, am scared shitless. He comes strolling in wearing a thick sheriff's officer jacket and a sheriff's hat. What the fuck? He asks me if I had a girlfriend, and I reply yes. He tells me to dump her because women are evil. He then tells me his story of heartbreak and his revelation. This guy went to prison for beating his ex wife in a rage of finding out she cheated on him. He had a revelation while in prison the best experience was making love to a man, and that women were the devil. <laughs> The guy then warns me to dump women and to consider men. (laughs) I apologize to him about how I am straight and thank him for the story. He then walks away saying to reconsider and try not to knock it till I try it. Once he left, I call 911 and ask if anyone is missing a jacket and a hat. They say that they will check the on-duty officers and call back. They call back and ask me if the person was staying at the hotel. I confirm with them the details and description. They inform me to keep away from him that he took a brick to a window of a cruiser. The officer was on his lunch at a nearby diner just doing paperwork at a table. Stole a taser, jacket, hat, and club. A few minutes later, the hotel is surrounded. Officers ask for his room number (laughs) and an override key. I provide them all the information, the officers race to his room. There they find him watching adult movies, sodomizing himself with the club. Wow. Wow. They come out with the guy cuffed. He yells to me on the way out to reconsider his beliefs of women. Surprisingly, his credit card went through for all the charges. Oh, my Jesus, Lord. (laughs) Uh, All all these
0: comments, just give it a go. Join join the the club.
1: club. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Story two is a fun one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. I don't don't have... have... I mean, I'm not a graveyard worker, but God, I don't have any of these stories. I'm so glad I don't have to witness any of that shit. This
0: one is from Michael Rowe Hansmith. I used to work nights for a state road authority working on traffic signals. I only heard the story. Apparently, a truck was carrying a drum of human body parts for disposal, and the drum fell off of the truck on one of our freeways. Can you
1: imagine being behind that?
0: (laughs) Road, oh, no. Road patrol guy called and said there's arms and legs all over the place out here.
1: You got to get out of here. There's arms and legs everywhere. Come again. There's arms and legs <laughs> on everywhere. everywhere on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> you can't avoid the limbs. Oh, Holy man. God.
0: And then someone, Ugmar replied. My brother and I were driving through Montana in the middle of the night and got held up near Bozeman because a semi had taken out a passenger van with six or seven people in it. Oh, no. We only have the estimation because we both sat mute while we watched parts being taken out of the van. Oh! It, it just so happened the accident was seconds old when we got to it. A truck driving the opposite direction flashed us with alarming slow down now frequency and we did. The driver of the semi was physically fine, but the cops interviewing him parked on the shoulder next to us, and we could hear him as he wailed and sobbed and apologized. We were watching the EMT crew pull up, a head attached to the neck and a part of the arm, while the driver started begging the cops for forgiveness. We all sat there for five hours. The cops explained to us being close up and getting out of the smoke after a while, that this was in no way the semi driver's fault. It's on my top five things I would like to unremember. Arms and legs all over the place. Jesus.
1: Damn. Oh, my Lord. This comes from Rude07. I saw a live guy's brain. So, working the night shift at a hotel front desk is an interesting job. You get your drunks, your meth heads, and your all-around nutbags. One night, our hotel was hosting a college baseball team. The team came back around 11 p.m. and went up to their rooms and to bed. No big deal. Then, around 1 a.m., the coaches came back absolutely hammered. They went up to their rooms, and that was the last I heard from them for about an hour. While I was setting up breakfast, I heard the elevator ding around 2 or 3 a.m., daylight savings night in the spring. Out of the elevator bursts one of the coaches, and he runs straight out the front door. Odd, but okay, whatever. He comes running back inside, shouting, He fell! He fell! I run outside while pulling out my phone, dialing 911, to see one of the coaches who had come back, face down on the ground in a huge puddle of blood. I've had a bit of rescue training, so I knew to put him in the rescue position so he couldn't choke on his own blood. The paramedics got there, and as they were loading him up, one of them wiped off his forehead, and there it was. The guy had fallen out of a third-story window straight on his forehead and split it open so wide and deep Damn. you could see his brain. He was life-lighted up to the bigger hospital up north. He lived, and I got a raise the next day. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Panoramic. I'm an astronomer, and I get calls late at night asking about UFOs. One guy called claiming to see the second sun on our all-night high-sensitivity cameras. He didn't believe us when we told him it was the moon.
0: I found a second sun.
1: That's no moon.
0: This one is from Nomofika. Where do I begin? As a security guard in a large shopping mall situated downtown. One, drunk man falls off a balcony and lands headfirst onto the ground below. He lived, but he had some seriously nasty wounds. Jeez. Two, a man with an apparent mental handicap used the mailroom of an attached business tower as his bathroom. Oh. A large puddle of piss accompanied by shit smeared down the walls. You could tell that he was squatting up against the wall. <laughs> How he got in the tower <laughs> beyond us. Didn't see him enter when we viewed the security camera footage. Only saw him
1: leave. Damn. He's like pushing up against the wall and then shitting on it?
0: Push it real good.
1: But push it
0: real good.
1: Three. Didn't mind this
0: one, actually. Finishing up a night shift. I'm patrolling one of those business towers roughly on the 20th floor or so find an office door ajar turned out to be one of the empty offices and the property manager must have forgotten to close the door all the way on his or her way out while clearing it i just happen to look out the window across the street and this building is a hotel i see a very fit and attractive woman opening her blinds while completely nude (laughs) i'm not ashamed to say i took a second much longer to look as a nice security guard for another company situated in many locations across the city one, patrol the construction yard for New Seminary, no less. Saw a guy rave dancing in the middle of the yard. Clearly not supposed to be there. I approached, asked, what are you doing?" And he lunges at me with a knife. Oh! Fortunately, I was wearing my stab vest and there was no penetration into my lower abdomen. <laughs> stab vest. But he broke the protective plating within the
1: vest. Bitch, I got my stab vest on. You ain't getting through.
0: Die, mm, 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 mm. die, 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 die.
1: All right. <laughs> Two. Patrolling
0: a Ford dealership, I notice a guy peeking into the windows of cars on the lot. I ask him how he's doing, etc. Just striking up conversation to find out who he is, what he's doing. Before I finish asking him how he is, I find myself staring down a barrel of a handgun, presumably a nine millimeter. Scared shitless, I find myself unable to move except my arms. Slash hands went up over my head before I even realized what I was in the middle of. I clearly remember hearing the firing mechanism click against the bullet, but it did not fire. Without thinking, I pressed the emergency alert button on my radio, run and duck behind a car, and immediately described the suspect as in much detail as I could. Police, canine, and helicopter dispatch and find the guy hiding under a cat tractor in a nearby heavy equipment dealership. What a dick. Three, patrolling in a rather sketchy apartment building with my partner, we found ourselves having to arrest some chick for assault by trespass. She spat my partner's face after we attempted to escort her from the property. Hot. She did not live there and had no reason to be in the building. A guy unrelated to the incident saw me trying to place the handcuffs on this chick and decides it would be a good idea to football tackle me. I find myself unable to breathe and coughing up blood, contusions to left lung, was the cause while defending myself from the drunk high six foot five 200 pound man i'm five foot seven 170 pounds backup arrives along with the police and we tackle and arrest the man for assault as well as assault on a peace officer tried to trip slash kick one of the police officers when the court date finally comes he shows up wearing a leather jacket dirty jeans a ripped t-shirt and smelling like weed he shouted in court claimed i tried To put him in a headlock, which wouldn't have been relevant, anyways. (laughs) Needless to say, he was convicted.
1: That guy tried to put me in a headlock. headlock. How dare he? (laughs) Of all the things you can (laughs) accuse someone of, he put me in a headlock. That douchebag right there, he tried to put me in a full Nelson. It happened. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In a headlock? Okay. This one comes from Late Night Nerd. I used to be a night porter for a small hotel, so small in fact that from 10 p.m. until 6 a.m., I was the only person working in the hotel. We had 80 rooms, but only about 20 of them were ever booked at one time. My job was to lock the front door and just be there in any case in case any emergencies happened. We used to have a lot of musicians stay at the hotel because it was cheap and just out of town. So I had a lot of semi-famous Australian bands stay there and also a lot of groupies. One night I was sitting at the front desk when a bus pulls up and about 30 people pile out and they are in party mode. They are a country rock band of about 8 people and there's also a lot of roadies and manager and about 15 groupies. They ask for the biggest room we have and hand me $3,000 in crisp notes. So I book them into the biggest suite so they can have their fun away from any other guests. They have brought copious amounts of alcohol with them. I go back downstairs, lock the front door, and sit back at my desk. After about an hour, I get a call at the front desk asking me to come up to the room. I'm thinking that someone has overdosed or hurt themselves. So I go up to the suite and knock on the door. It opens, and there are naked women everywhere. One of the band members hands me a beer and tells me that I am now part of the party and I proceed to have a good time. (laughs) He's like, come upstairs, have a beer. You're now part of the party. Now, there are about 15 naked groupies going to town on the band members and each other, but the lead singer of the band is a woman and there was no one for her. It became obvious pretty quickly that I was called up to the room for her, but she doesn't want to have sex, just someone to hang out with while all the debauchery is happening. So we get to chatting and she asked me if I play an instrument. I play a little guitar and I sing, so I told her this and she hands me a guitar. I played some song, can't really remember what it was, and the whole room pauses to listen to me play. It felt really odd. When the song was finished, they gave me a little round of applause and went back to fucking each other. (laughs) The singer then takes off her top and reaches into my... Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow,
0: dude. You really picked something there, huh? <laughs> hmm.
1: <laughs> Do I just go for it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hang on. Uh, I just to fantastic. sleep. I dance around it, give me one of the best. Uh... <laughs> okay. <clears throat> the singer then takes off her top and reaches into my pants, going to town, best I've ever had in my life. When it was all over and they had all crashed, I went back to the front desk and fell asleep. I was woken by the morning kitchen staff at 6 a.m. My shift ended and I went home. What a shift. Damn. I came into work the next night and the owner of the hotel was there waiting for me. He never came in at night. Actually, I think I was only ever saw him four times the entire time I had worked there. He said he wanted to have a meeting with me. Can't fuck the clients. <laughs> We went into his office, and he showed me a compliment letter that was written and signed by the entire band. Apparently, the band and the groupies had cleaned the entire room so it looked like it was hardly used, and then wrote this glowing review about me to give it to the manager when they left in the morning. The boss was so impressed by it that he gave me a raise. He then pointed to a guitar case in the corner and said, they also left you a gift. It was the guitar I had played at the party. I was absolutely gobsmacked. After the boss left I opened the guitar case. I opened the guitar case to look at the guitar and inside the little pick compartment in the case was a letter saying they had only that they had a really great night and also enjoy the guitar. Under the letter was a thousand dollars in crisp fifty dollar notes. They never came back to the hotel while I was working there and no one else knows Oh my god, and no one else who worked there ever found out what happened, but I'll always remember my rock and roll experience. <laughs> Got a blowjob and then a raise for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Damn.
1: Where are we at for time? Mm, 50 minutes. Should we spirit box it? Yeah. All right, let's jump into this spirit box. Hello? Who's with us tonight? trouble? <laughs> yeah, That's what I heard. I like you. What do you mean there's trouble? You're trying to cause trouble?
0: Pretty.
1: Pretty? Who's pretty?
0: Who's with us? Joe?
1: Joe? Did you say Joe? Chris, are you here with us tonight? Jesus? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I love these guys. <laughs> what, um, do you guys know either of our names? correct (laughs) ass Ass? freak
1: Freak? damn did you just say freak
0: was uh, someone caressing my face when I was sleeping last week
1: touched Cleet's
0: face?
1: Spirit? Larry? I heard Larry. Okay. Larry. It was Larry. I it was a deep voice, dude. <laughs> Larry. Larry, did you touch Cleet's face? Is there is there something that you all wanted to tell us tonight?
0: Is this house haunted?
1: going on. It's hard to pick out. There There was an older lady that we talked to a while back with the ghost rods. Are you still here with us? What about Chris? Chris, are you here?
0: What it's bad things like happened in this house?
1: Are you all friendly spirits? Psycho? Did you say psycho? Do
0: you guys want to hurt us? I heard yes. Did you hear that? I went, yes. Well I wanna hurt you too. You say pussy. Oh, we're gonna go, man. We're gonna go. Oh. Is boot puta? <laughs> I'm just hearing things. We're now. hearing
1: a lot of things. So it sounds like there's there's a lot of you here. How many? How many are hanging out with us right now? Dose? I'm getting Spanish. Seven. I heard seven. Ooh. There's seven of you? Five.
0: What are your thoughts about a flesh gate? <laughs> what the fuck is a flesh gate? Oh, fuck. fuck? <laughs> is there anything you'd like to uh, let our viewers know
1: is there something that we should be afraid of 40 40? that's some pragmatic advice
0: What was that? It was, yeah. Yeah. What's the ideal age?
1: Twenty. Twenty. What the Oh fuck, no. <laughs> yes. So twenty is where it's at.
0: I like these guys. Savage. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Um. So, so real question though, and then we've asked a couple of times: Has anyone died in this home?
0: If
1: if you're with us and you died in this house, what is your name?
0: Did you die?
1: <laughs> Cancer? Sleeping. sleeping.
0: What oh the fuck? God!
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So, so you died sleeping? Who said that? What was your name?
0: Bigot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing like that.
1: For 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 the gal who said sleeping, what was your name?
0: So, Jen.
1: Jen. Did you say Jen?
0: Conversation. Conversation.
1: Conversation. We have a lot of information.
0: Are there any bad ghosts in this house?
1: Or angry ghosts?
0: Is there anyone we should avoid talking to?
1: So, just to make sure, was it Jen you died while sleeping in this house?
0: Who's the cooler podcaster here? Britain. I heard it. Oh no, I I heard it. didn't say that. I heard it. Bullshit. What happens when you die?
1: Nothing. Okay, Ghost, we're getting ready to wrap up. Is there anything else you'd want to say before we shut this communication down? All
0: right, before we shut it down, heaven or hell?
1: Did you already leave?
0: If you don't say something good, we're going to shut it off in 10, 9, 8, 7, 8, 6, 12. 5, 4, 3, stop. stop.
1: Stop, I heard that.
0: That was clear as day. Stop.
1: You want us to stop? What's going on? Say two. Something. He said two.
0: One. What? Thanks for joining our show tonight, and uh, quit tickling my face when I sleep, you sons of bitches.
1: Goodbye was wild yeah man weird shit i feel like we got a lot so obviously we can't pick up on everything so if you heard anything we didn't uh send it in to us anything we might have missed but we'll go ahead and post i think you do like the subtitles and youtubes and stuff all right well that wraps up our episode hopefully had a little bit of fun with that one it was a little bit less scary than we typically go so that was pretty fun Um, before we wrap up again, we do have our Buzzsprout subscription. So if you do want to support the show, please do so. Uh, by doing so now we'll give you a shout out at the end of the episode. And as of right now, we have the Conklin family, Haley and Lou. So thank you all for your awesome subscriptions. Um, the more we get, obviously we can do more with the show, drink more beer, have some more fun, talk about some more spooky stuff. And we appreciate all of you again. The show will always be free, but this just gives you the chance to support us. Um, so we can continue to grow.
0: Yeah, no, we really love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And as if, if you're listening to us on YouTube or Spotify, anywhere, please like, share, and subscribe as it really helps us get us out there. And as always, thank you for entering the abyss.
1: Until next time.